This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. I know, but I put it wrong. It looks said it's 63. Okay. Yes, we're six episodes away from the special one. Uh, but yeah. Ready? Okay. Tie on episode. No, I. <laughs> you always do this. And welcome to episode sixty-three of the Talking Hockey Podcast. <clears throat> and Luke's not intro. here. Yes, intro <laughs> out of the way. Welcome back, everyone, to the Talking Hockey Podcast. It's your favorite producer, Luke, here to remind you to follow and subscribe on whatever streaming service you use. Leave a review on Apple, visit our website, TalkingHockeyPodcast.com, and follow us on Instagram at TalkingHockey for daily content. Now, let's get into today's episode with your favorite group of guys, Luke, Eric, Ty, and Martin. Uh, yeah, uh, intro might say that Luke's here, but he's not. I think Luke's quitting. Like, I, yeah, I, I, think, I think we have to stop relying on Luke. Yeah. Like, we need to get a new producer. Producer, uh, producer Nick? Yeah, producer Nick, yeah, you ready to edit? You can Is edit things. To move, move from TikToks to a podcast now. Yeah. He's growing up. Okay. He's getting older. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Luke's getting fired. He keeps it all the time. He's like, oh, I don't want – it's too late. I don't want to come. I don't want to come. Because it, <laughs> it was so funny because – or we were like, what time should we do it? He's like, I can do 7 eight. So we're like, okay, 7 eight works for me. It just means Eric won't be there. He's like – uh, but you want Eric there. He was like kind of hinting that he didn't want to come <laughs> until they finally just exactly. straight up said yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But we have a special guest, a return yeah, guest. Nick's here. Nick is yeah, here. Special. Nick goalie the goalie. Expert Nick. Yeah. Nick the goalie who is not Nick the goalie on Instagram. That's a different Nick the goalie. <laughs> I didn't know but there was Nick a Nick the goalie. He has uh, bad hockey takes. I don't have bad hockey takes. He comments on stuff all the time. Some people dislike him. Yeah. <laughs> You, 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 sorry, not bad hockey takes, just bad goalie takes. But and no, I'm sure we'll hear I a couple great of goalie takes. Too. And yeah, yeah, I do stir up the comments a bit. <laughs> you, do, you, you do stir up the comments a little bit, and then you started that, um, that like thing that ha- like I, I don't know what you do. Trend. You do something. You say something stupid, and then hashtag talking hockey yeah. approved. <laughs> talking hockey approved. Like, Killing like, puppies is talking is talking hockey approved. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like all the hate accounts join in, like the I hate talking hockey, I hate analytics, all the all the different uh, hate accounts start joining in with uh, with Nick here. Yeah, you got a yeah. cult following. Hey, so, I hate, hate talking hockey was nice to me. Yeah, he's a. You know what? He he's he's come around. He's a little bit nicer than he used to be. I think. Yeah. Ever since you blocked him, he's smartened up. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think like we, we regulated his behavior a little bit by the blocking for two days. I think he needed to, you know, like you know, feel that feel that pressure, and now now he's behaving properly. Also, so he's making he's making some like... top quality memes, not just also, making fun of talking hockey, but like we've points. essentially made yeah, that. Yeah, Martin, guy. What what also? 
<laughs> he has six hundred. <laughs> he has almost seven hundred followers now. Exactly. That's a lot of followers. <laughs> Just need to go. He's gonna I be honestly, at a thousand by the end of the year, easily. I thought it was one of you guys, for sure at the start. Like I, I thought it was five hundred. <laughs> it's Robert. It, it, it's Robert. <laughs> I suspect it's Robert sometimes, but then I'm like, other times he makes like certain jokes that like Robert wouldn't get. Yeah. Because he's like too old, you know? It's like not <laughs> yeah. our generation type things. So I get like, I'm like, hey, I don't know about that. But there's like a huge conspiracy that I'm the one behind the account. Like people are actually serious. Like people are like comment on this all the time. They're like, yeah, talking hockey, like you can just do what talking hockey does and create his own hate account and then call comment to boost engagement and i'm like he comments on like three times like <laughs> if i cared about three comments on a post out of the you know like average of 100 and something <laughs> so it seems like so much effort for he's also a lot funnier than you yeah what yeah he is a lot funnier than me yeah because he does like weird odd things that uh <laughs> That Ty and Luke love for some reason too. It's really funny. Anyway, <laughs> he's okay, also so clearly hockey. a teenager. Like, yeah, he's definitely a teenager. Definitely 100%. a teenager. His the jokes and like language he uses. It's like we're all too old to like use it, you know? <laughs> or even know what ha some of it means. Sometimes, like he said one word once, and I was like, I don't even know what that is. And then I asked the girl I'm seeing, and she knew, and I was like, Oh god. Let's <laughs> uh, anyway, talk about that. We're here to talk about the Yoffs boys. The playoffs. Yeah, the going playoffs. back to that so wait, which uh, one, comment which, you made uh, about my bad goalie takes, I think you're just a little salty that Flurry's the yeah. starter, and that was right all all along about that, about him being better than Leonard. I think <laughs> I'm salty that they should be starting the better goalie, which is Leonard. They are. And no, instead and that's all because to... of that's all because of an injury. Yeah, yeah and it's because of an injury too. So it's not Fleury's even like not they the chose best goalie this. in the they league because of an injury. Forced upon Vegas. Uh, <laughs> but the thing is, like Leonard's better. Like over the last five years, Leonard was no, no, better no, than Weiss's save percentage. I, I, that much worse. Just let's okay, 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 okay. All right, he was well, on we'll get into, for like three of those years. We'll get into it a little bit this later. Year, though this but season, let's fine, start fine, with fine. the main. Okay, okay, Nick, Nick, you'll have your chance. Okay, we'll get to that All series right. in a second. But um, <laughs> we'll start off with the big one here. I, I think the biggest upset almost or the most disappointing loss is the Oilers because they got swept by the Jets who everyone thought was going to get blown out of the myself all of us included actually I think we all As... predicted the Oilers in five because Dubois and Ehlers were out I think I said games. six or seven yeah. I, I want to say I thought it, I didn't think it would be five Ty I think you were the, the only one that thought they were going to like kill them yeah Ty called the I, yeah because Ehlers and <laughs> yeah, Dubois were both out man <laughs> how did they lose <laughs> Because uh, Hallibuck, you know, because hashtag abolish goaltending. Goaltending is useless. Goaltending ruins hockey. And that's no, that's that's false. Nick Nick doesn't Uh, like Hallibuck. Nick Nick doesn't like the best goalie in the league. No, he's an average goalie. Oh my God. (laughs) The bad goalie takes begin. I, I don't he's even an, know if he's, he's serious. Sometimes I don't know if he's serious. He, no, no, you look he, at his, he's serious. You look at his he, face and he's like, he has the stupidest grin. He's inconsistent. <laughs> that guy's inconsistent. He was not oh doing Oh my well. God. 
He turned it up for the playoffs. He did. What do you mean? He's been like, goalies are inconsistent. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that, that's just the position. Goal goaltending is just inconsistent. He had no. one bad year, I think, in like 2018. I still remember. And then ever <laughs> and since then, ever he's since been then. rock solid. No, I still remember when he was battling to like stay in Winnipeg uh, as like a goalie in general against Michael Hutchinson. Like they were the two mm. battling there. He was battling Michael Hutchinson. I that was never a thing. That was that like was three never years ago. A thing. That, it yeah, was that a was thing. like three no, years it wasn't ago. A, wasn't it, it, everyone when he was knew young? Halyu- no, but yeah, El- everyone knew Halyubuck was the future. Even back no, then. people were back and forth. Everyone knew Halyubuck was, was going to be the guy. Oh my gosh! Okay. Uh, so didn't Halyubuck win the Vesna last year? He did. And he's probably going to be nominated this year. And then he's going to be top three this year. And then the year before that. No, the Vesna is a little. Like, I don't know about it anymore. Like, two years ago, I think three goalies got nominated that shouldn't have been nominated, and three other goalies should have been. I think Fleury and Saro should have been two of the goalies. And Fleury should have won, I think, two years ago or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> three years ago. Whenever it happens. And then... <laughs> And they they nominate three goalies who shouldn't have been nominated. Like, this hell of a someone else. Nick, Nick, the problem is we can't have two ties on this podcast. <laughs> Okay, so this is the issue here. We already have Ty who has the bad takes. We can't have two have people bad with takes, bad though. takes on okay, the same podcast. <laughs> I think I'm we have to kick expert. Ty off. I think that's the only way for Me? this podcast to survive. <laughs> You're not I'm like, okay. oh my god. I, I would like to point out to our listeners, unlike, unlike Eric, Nick at least played hockey and, <laughs> yeah, at, and at the Nick, university Nick level in Canada. <laughs> So, which makes it even worse that he has these takes. That's no, that's, what's awful. These that's that's the worst part. <laughs> that yeah, makes he, it worse. He's also you, famous. You know, he played with Taylor Hall and Jeff Skinner. So and like Bennington and Verhage and all that. he did. Oh, aren't you the big Bennington fan? Isn't that you? Yeah. Okay. That's my yes, boy. Yes, he is. Let's stop talking about goalies okay. and get him riled okay. up. Okay. No more goalies. We're here to talk about the playoffs. goaltending. We're here to talk about the Oilers. Okay. First of all, that was also, like, it shouldn't have been a sweep. If you look at it, like, the Oilers pretty much dominated play. The games were yep. all close. Like, all one-goal games, more or less. And Three of them a bunch went to of overtimes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it very easily could not have been a sweep. I think that's one of the most bizarre sweeps I've seen. Like, it was just so... Like, Avalanche St. Louis makes sense. It wasn't even close. Like, easy sweep. But, like, it's never that close. And it wasn't, like, shocking. It was... I mean, sorry, not that it wasn't shocking, but I mean, it wasn't, like, like the Jets were dominating play, like how Columbus, like, shocked Tampa a couple of years ago, right? Like, Columbus was more or less the better team in that series when no one expected them to be. This was just, um, like... Bad luck for the Oilers. Mike almost. Smith lost them a game, one one game. Yeah. To be fair to him, yeah. the other three he was okay. He lost them one game completely. Hellubuck won them the three others, <laughs> yeah, literally. Basically, <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. Like that that was that's basically it. Like McDavid did you no, know, he had five points in the series, I think. But it was in, in the, four games in two games. Well, yeah, in the two first games. two games he was totally shut down. And then he had three assists. But the also reason he was assists. shut down was because Winnipeg took like 30 penalties against him, except none of them were called. So that was the other issue, eh. which is the bigger issue around officiating in the offseason. The biggest yeah, issue was the Edmonton Oilers had to rely on one line 
to try to do everything as they had and... to for the whole year, man. Well, that was the other issue because yes. they had to come put McDavid and Drysaddle on a line, which but, but is Winnipeg, not which is great, but not optimal. Winnipeg played it perfectly. They played, got all those penalties against them, and which shut him down. And they knew shutting him down shut down the whole offense. So, yeah. <laughs> well, they also played their ice times well. Like if you looked at their if you looked at the triple OT game, their defense like. All of them. Yeah, I looked at the ice times for them, and they were all actually pretty like close to each other. But then you look at Edmonton's; they didn't even play their bottom two, like less than ten minutes yeah. of ice time in three mm-hmm. six periods. Yeah, that's wild. Uh, that is Slater, unreal. Uh, Slater, <laughs> Slater and, 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 and Ethan Bear. Uh, Ethan Bear was benched. Was it for, Ethan Bear the other yeah. one too? Yeah, yeah it was benched because Bear, Bear was the one who gave up that terrible turnover yeah. to tie yeah. the game, and he got that benched was the after worst that. play I've ever seen in my life. Like the whole play, it was actually brutal. like Cuckoo went sliding yeah. head. Like I don't know why he decided to slide instead <laughs> that of actually all stand up. <laughs> Bear like flubbed it straight up the middle, easy interception, and then Slater Cuckoo was just like flopping around like. <laughs> Slid from one, like a curling <laughs> rock, just like slid all the way. But also to be fair hit. to them, like yes, mistakes happen, but they, you know, you don't all of a sudden bench them for the rest of the game too. Like you don't nurse, bench them for a full nurse game, literally a full yeah, game. Literally, like nurse should not have been playing that much. Like yeah. that's ridiculous. Nurse, nurse isn't even minutes. in the, nurse isn't the number one of defenseman. Overtime. Nurse yeah, isn't even a number one defenseman. Shit. Yeah, a five-minute shift in yeah, that's Are also, you kidding me? <laughs> people are going to call him the next Seth Jones now. They're going to be like, oh, he's a top-five defenseman in the league because he played a lot of minutes. Well, they're game. already doing that. Isn't he getting Norris votes this year? Probably. He also got <laughs> Probably, a whole bunch fuck. of points. Yeah, he scored he like did get a lot of points, goals, I think. But... He did. Yeah. Was Nick going to say something? Yeah, waiting. he got the third <laughs> highest amount of ice time ever in a game, like in the history of the NHL. That game. Yeah, I think Seth Jones is number one. Some other from guy. Yeah, that was like a five overtime game, though. So like yes. that's a little bit more understandable. Yeah, this was a yeah. three overtime game, which I mean doesn't happen that often. But I mean, to be yeah, third uh, best out of those guys, and Barry got a shit ton of minutes too. Yeah, right? they were playing Barry, Barry um, Nurse, Barry Nurse, and then Russell mm-hmm. and freaking Adam Larson. That was it. Yeah. Yeah, load up, uh, load up uh, Chris Russell with ice time. That's a good one. That's the way to go about <laughs> overtime. So, other teams I, have I, like Hedman playing like a significant amount of minutes, yeah. and then other than Edmonton has Nurse playing a significant. You know, fine defenseman, but not not a number one. But I mean, respect probably to him because not he had a number two. Had a kid the next morning, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a bizarre twenty-four hours. That is, <laughs> played an hour bad. of hockey straight, basically, and then had a Got kid. Swept and then Got had a kid then... the next day. <laughs> uh, I... I will. I will say Paul Maurice is probably one of the better coaches in the league. And, no, and you can tell. No, 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 like no, 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 no. No. The, okay, the Jets so. are a so. lucky ass team. Like their defense is. He's one of the longest tenured guys. Which is pretty impressive. They have been relying for three years now on goaltending. There was that one year where they went to the conference finals where they well, were you're actually the best goalie. Really... Sorry, Nick. Yeah, okay, that's, that's okay. <laughs> it is. I like that Maurice that works. as the lead coach. <laughs> Maurice is the lead coach in two thousand and six. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tosco played for them then, I think. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So where did the jet? Or sorry, where do the Oilers go from here, Eric? <laughs> Nick just waved his Tosca jersey. jersey. Yeah. 
put it on. Oh, so, nice putting it on. So Oilers oh, need so- a whole new front office. Like, I don't know, man. Ken Holland's I- not the answer there. He's not doing enough. Uh, he brought in tourists think, and shit. Like that's not. Yeah, the yeah. He did not do a good job. But I also think it's too early for them to kick him out. Yes. As well, like you know, yes. for NHL standards, like it, it seems, you know, a little bit quick. And the thing is, they did come second the, in the division too. Yes. That's the other thing and we have to remember. True. Like four games, they played badly, but, but McDavid you know, overall had... in the season, they're okay, right? And obviously, ninety percent of that's McDavid and Drysaddle. Fine, yeah. but you know that was always going to be the case with that team, regardless, right? So yeah. I've, I've been seeing, you know, like the defense, you know, not playing Chris Russell as much would be a good start. Well, they, they did and miss Clefbaum all year. Yeah, like that's I think Clef Bomb, thing, honestly, man, that's I think Clefbaum's done. I think Clefbaum's done. Even if he does come back, I think he's he's going to have like this chronic he's, shoulder issue. Yeah, he's going to have some issues coming back. He's not going to be there. He's not going to be the same player he was. But you are right. No. Missing Clefbaum and having to play Barry for the full year on defense, you know, in it, kind of in his spot on the top pairing, like it's it sets you back big time. But I mean, yeah, the, there's a big downgrade between Clefbaum and Barry, and definitely between Clefbaum and whoever's their sixth guy, whether it's you know Chris Russell or uh, Kulikov was actually pretty good. Caleb um, Jones. Cuckoo. You know, Caleb John- You know, I think if Edmonton goes into the season next year with Darnell Nurse, Caleb Jones, Ethan Bear, Adam Larson, if they, I think he he's his deals up yeah, this season. Yeah, I think they'll I think resign. They're, him, re- they're probably going to resign him. Um, did Isn't I say Clef he the guy they might Clef lose? Bomb? No, no. Uh, the, so they have a shit ton of cap space going into the season. So that's the one thing that they kind of have going for them right now. It's that and, if you look, they have like $22 million in cap space. And if They you need look to resign at, Nugent Hopkins and, and Adam Larson, though. And if you heard at the press conference today from Holland, he said they're going to buy out somebody. And if you read between the lines, it's probably going to be Chris Koskinen Russell. they buy out. Koskinen. Koskinen and, really? um, and maybe James the Real Deal Neal. Are you sure about that? That's what Twitter's... That's a, big, that's a big buyout if you buy out James Neal right now. Yeah. James Neal seems like the wrong that's, one. Koskinen seems weird to buy out because Koskinen no, it's because only three mil at what, one year, isn't it? What they want to no, do? No, he has one more year at four point five. Like next and, year at four point five. Yeah, yeah. And the Oilers want to re-sign Mike Smith, so it does. I don't think they can rely on a forty-one-year-old Mike Smith to put up the the same season he did this year. Like, there's no way you can expect. And they'll that. get him for cheaper than his last deal at one point. Well, sure, but I mean, but I, what I mean to say is they need an actual backup goalie, mm-hmm. and or someone that they can run in a tandem with that's better than Nico Koskinen. Um, because I don't think you can rely on Mike Smith to put put up the same performance as they did this Nick. year. Yes. Nick, how Stuart Skinner look? Isn't he there? Um, I don't think. I haven't seen much of him. I don't think he's like a, a clear cut future starter for them. Uh, so, what about a backup? I think he, yeah, he could be a potential. I don't backup. think he's ready at all. Did no, no, definitely not. Ottawa definitely that one not. this year. No, he's he's probably not ready for next year. I'd assume. Yeah, he's like, no, they, the thing is, they already have Sekiro's buyout at one point five million on their books for the next three years. Then on top of that, they have Lucic because they retained salary on him at. Um, seven hundred fifty thousand. If they put another buyout out, like that's, you know, you're adding up that's for a lot, a lot of, of years. Dead money. 
It's a lot it's of a dead lot money. of dead money. I'm this year alone, that... they had two, like almost four million in dead money. Kyle Turris over... is pretty much dead money next year. Do they resign him, or do they? No, sign no him they, they have him year. to. Yeah, they have him at one point six five for another year. Are you See, the kidding thing is, me? if you if you look at the Oilers, right, the defense, you know, it's tolerable. You have Nurse next year. You probably have Nurse, Larson, Ethan Bear, Caleb Jones, Evan Bouchard, maybe Philip Broberg, Slater Cuckoo, or um, Dmitry Kulikov. Like, and you know, a couple of those guys fine on the bottom pairing. You don't have the number one guy, or even really a really good number two, in my opinion. But you have the rest. You have like a you know f- fine three pairs. The issue is when you look up front and you see. The guys that are still signed, well, first off, they barely have any contracts going into next year. Always, the only guys they have signed right now is McDavid, Dreisaitl, James Neal, Zach Cassian, Kyle Turris, Josh Archibald, and Jesse Puljujarvi. So the other guys are all RFAs or UFAs. So they no, need they to mean. completely change up the bottom nine. How how much does Kaler get paid? He probably gets a decent. He's, yeah, he's a, probably gets like three million bridge. Uh, maybe even less. He did year. not have a good. Yeah. If he, con- he did if not he had have a good, good year, year. He'd get paid, but you know he's probably going to get two million dollars or three million dollars. Um, you know, in a flat cap, he might not even get three. Or four. They billion, need a shooter. You know, like with very the, realistic. With McDavid, they need a shooter with. McDavid. Hey, that's what James Neal is for. Space. What have you no, been doing? No, they have a lot of space <laughs> for their cap. Yeah, they do. I say, timing's right. Get Ovechkin. And then you have him in McDavid. <laughs> 10, 10 million Ovechkin, that. 12 million Connor McDavid, 8 million Leon Dreisaitl. Run I'm those like, guys out. And that's it. that's it. Mate, that would be too much fun. So it wouldn't, it's never going to happen. Imagine just Ovechkin McDavid line. That would be That'd way be too unreal. much fun. That'd be oh so much. Like literally, you can't miss an Oilers game that entire season. <laughs> A line, Leon Dreisaitl. McDavid, Ovechkin, just it's just, it's Ovechkin's cares? best it's Ovechkin's best option to break Gretzky's record. <laughs> oh, 100 percent, hundred percent. If he talked to Edmonton, and was like, okay, no, I will sign with you guys, but only if I play with McDavid, sixty goal year, easy, <laughs> maybe seventy, easy. man. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> yeah. You know, if it was if it was a whole Canadian division again, maybe. I don't know about it. You know what? But I mean, the Pacific Division is going to be pretty yeah, shit Yeah, I was next just about to say that. Anyway. The Pacific Division's yeah. awful. No good defenses, yeah. really not yeah. really any good offenses. Other than Vegas, maybe? Ovechkin could, could hit 60 goals. You, you have to account for a little bit of regression from him, probably. If that's possible. That's that's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, he's old. He, he, he's 30. He's 34, right? Yeah. Or 35. But I mean, like at this point in his career, that's all he is, just a Given the yeah. puck and he'll shoot it and that's it. But that, but reg- for more realistic options, for, for, yeah. Uh, <laughs> to go back to reality, Kyle Palmieri is an interesting one. I think no? that Thomas Tatar might be someone who fits well on that team. Tatar also would fit well. Also coming off kind of a, a bad season. The problem is, do they like going the free out Asian route is so dangerous. Goudreau switches team. switches Alberta oh, teams. That's yeah. That's also too much fun. Because all of a think... sudden, Gojo is the playmaker, and Connor McDavid, he's the goal scorer now. On that, Connor McDavid hits seventy, like we we talked about last week. Oh yeah, Ovechkin's well, probably going to end up on Montreal, as he said. No, Possibly. he's going to be a cap for life. 
Yeah, he's. I don't yeah. think he's going. No, he's they're going to pay, they're gonna pay 20, him twenty six rosters already. <laughs> they're yeah. going to pay him an obscene amount of money. Washington. Yeah. Nobody are, else is going to give him eleven million dollars or whatever he's going to ask for, right? Like nobody else is going to pay him that much money because he's probably realistically not worth it. <laughs> if you really. Fr- yeah. Friedman was talking about it, about how like he'll probably get definitely double digits definitely an obscene he amount. has to and will, because and it will be pain because he's just been there forever he is yeah he is the caps he's brought them so much money so much success who, like who are you gonna watch on washington if it isn't ovechkin nobody's gonna, gonna go kuznetsov anyway nobody's going to go watch kuznetsov yeah nobody's going to go watch the caps for kuznetsov and backstrom really well it's ovechkin just it's the ovechkin show Carl, what about tom wilson Oh, well, I guess you know people. People will come to watch Tom Wilson. Uh, you know, maybe not the best type of people, but there's people. <laughs> but people in Washington. What about yeah, John yeah, Carlson? I can see it. Nick uh, Brady would watch Tom. Brady loves John, Tom. Wilson. John Carlson's also yeah. there. But for for what Edmonton needs to do, I think, you know, let let all the like, Gaten Haas, let him go. Nigerd, let him go. Kara, you know, fine, resign him to like a million bucks. Oh yeah, yeah, I know why you want to resign him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the other guy's getting rid of, but Jushar. Yeah, you gotta keep my brown <laughs> brother. You gotta keep my brown brother, okay? He's and he's a good bad, hockey though. player. He's pretty good. He's basic. He's the flurry of forwards, okay? Yeah, that's what, he means. what does that the mean? Flurry of forwards. <laughs> what does that mean? I think he's really good, even though he really isn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, that doesn't even make any sense. It makes complete sense. Um, I don't and then they so have to the let Chiasen go. Try Chase to move Zach Cassian. Chiasen has to go. Cassian has four, three more years left. <laughs> McDavid, do these guys owe McDavid so much? Because Zach Cassian got a, like, a long-term deal just because he got to play on his wing for a couple oh, games. and he Cassian has goals. to buy Connor McDavid food for the rest of his life. <laughs> he got him He got him an extra $1.5 million, probably. Yes. I'm, I'm guessing. He, he, he got and him, an extra he got year. Him, he got him extra career time, to be honest. Yes. <laughs> like... <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because when Cassian's like 33, he's still going to have his contract. And he's not going to be an NHL player, realistically. So, you know, rejig that whole bottom six. Dominic Cahoon's good. Keep him in. Tyler Ennis, resign him. Why not? And then Pugliarvi steps up. And then get some, like, I, it's hard to say who's going to be the free agents this year because, you know, some of those guys are going to go to Seattle, et cetera, et cetera. Tyler but, Benson, like, guy, A guy like Palmieri, Tatar. They need a big guy up front, but... You, it's so risky getting another guy who's going to regress in two years on a contract for like five or six mil, for five or six million dollars for five or six years, and have another James Neal essentially. Not that it'll be as bad. It's risky. Do you trust Ken Holland with you know twenty five no, million dollars? I, I don't trust. Base? I don't trust Ken Holland at all with contracts. That's the thing, right? Yeah, he signed you know, Cassian. Yeah, and turns. You know who's you know who's a free agent this off season? Freaking Luke Glendening and Darren Helm and you know all oh, his old yeah. Detroit boys. On I I don't if those guys get contracts, that's that's almost a fireable offense from Edmonton. Like, because because you see you've seen they know what the problem is, right? They know why they didn't win that series. It wasn't you know like obviously Howie Buck was great, blah blah blah, but they didn't have other scoring. That 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 
you know, nail in the coffin, that's the issue. So how do you and solve that? it's been that? the issue for you how have long? To, and it's not hard. That's the thing. Like, you see the Leafs. They brought in Mikheyev's at a minimum deal. Thor, Spezza, oh, mic dropped. Uh, Spezza's, like, top 10 in the league in points per 60 this year. And he's making league min. And he's making league min. Thornton, you know, I don't think Thornton improves that Oilers lineup too much. But, you know, you can get depth for very cheap money. Like it's not hard to get like oh sign effective sign your those effective veterans on the you know exactly. to, towards the end of but their Ken career. Ken Holland's who, never really done yeah. that. Like in recent history, other than maybe Ennis or But even then Ennis was scratched for a lot of the season, man. Yeah. And Ennis wasn't honestly that great. Like I really like Ennis, but realistically mm-hmm. he wasn't honestly that he's fine. You know, have him on the third or fourth line, play him twelve minutes a night, whatever, but they have to. They have to completely change that. The Oilers that have this problem where where they they have like a um, like a, a random winger to play on with McDavid. He scores a couple goals and they all hype him up. Like first it was Zach Cassian, and then a couple of years ago it was freaking Ty Ratty, who scored like ten goals playing with McDavid, and everyone's like, "This guy." Yeah, but the, they didn't sign Ty Ratty. Well, I know, but I'm just saying. And then they'll play like freaking Josh Archibald with them, and then Archibald will score like five goals, and then. Let's sign and this guy. And then they guy. sign him to he's, a big deal, yeah. and then he's going to let you down. And it's is, is Ryan around. McLeod like going to be something for them? Yeah, he's, he's good. Pretty good. He's, he's good. He looks okay. Is he? But I mean, he's, yeah, he's, I've played with uh, him a bunch. He's he's good. He'll be good for them. I mean, obviously he's good, <laughs> but is he no, he'll like be good for them? He's like, not going to be a top video. six guy. He's not. He's never going to be a top six guy. He had twenty eight so. points in twenty eight games with the AHL. Yeah, he's good. Like yeah, but he's also. That, that was also in a weekend AHL year, and he's 21. Right? I also he's think not, yeah, that Tyler 21. Benson's a good option for Yeah, that's for what the I said. Tyler Benson, he's good too. He's going to be really good. Tyler Benson, I young. like Tyler Benson. Yeah, but Ryan McLeod, he, he's like he's almost like Kapanen. Like he has wheels, but he doesn't have, you know, he doesn't think the game and have hands. Raw. And he doesn't work well in tight spaces either. Like you, you watch him play, he doesn't have that. He doesn't have Possibly. the top six gene. But I having a captain is fine. Having a less effective captain is fine. Less quick captain, that's fine. You can have that on your fourth line or third line. But mm-hmm. like, do you trust? Also, do we trust Ken Holland not to sign Nugent Hopkins to like eight million dollars for like six or seven years? I think they need another to, first yeah. overall pick. That's what they need. They they, they need <laughs> multiple <laughs> top three picks. I think that's what they need. They need yeah. to not sign James Neal to five point seven for. Well, that's not what happened. You mean they Lucic? Didn't, they didn't <laughs> yeah, mean sign Lucic to six million dollars yeah, yeah. and then trade but, him okay. for James Neal. Yes. Yeah, we have to move on I from wanna, Edmonton. I feel like we've been on. The I want to. Yeah, I want to touch on too one long. thing quickly. Like, if you're McDavid and you're looking at this team, and I think Ken Hall, the the big issue for some people. I mean, if you ask me, this wasn't the year for Edmonton to go all in on the trade deadline. But how many years is McDavid going to have to put up with this? Because even in the year where Edmonton was looking like a good team, where they had like Cam Talbot playing out of his mind, and you know, Lucic was still kind of in his prime, and they went to the conference semifinals, and they didn't even load up at the trade deadline then. Right, that was probably their best chance so far in McDavid's career. Yeah, when and they, they loaded up by getting friggin' David DeHarnay at the trade deadline. I was kind of <laughs> looking at it today. Like, <laughs> And how can long I just is McDavid going to wait? I'll tell you how long he's going to wait. That, that's he's going to wait until Matthews goes to Arizona and then he goes to Toronto. 
So whenever Matthews leaves, <laughs> that's when he's so going to go. So four more years? Yeah, four, four more, more years, years. Math- yeah, and he's going to Toronto. Can I can I, I just say that that Stephen A. Smith thing was fucking awesome for hockey, but at the same time he he wasn't accurate at all. Like he doesn't understand the game because it's not God like, just in the first like that yeah. killed me. Every I rewatched <laughs> that like three times just because and just it, just, just the way he says it. It's just because because no fucking hockey people talk like that at yeah. all. Really, they're all. That's what I was saying on my story. I'm like, Stephen A. Smith is going to completely change the mm-hmm. way hockey's reported because right now it's either you have guys that are boring and have no idea what they're talking about and or you have guys that kind of know what they're talking about but also are just like fine. You know? It, like It was stupid, but like Yeah. Yes. But but the thing is awesome. if you're going to listen to stupid <laughs> shit which 80% of the media is right now. You might as well listen to Stephen A. Smith do it. He's going to do it better. He's going to do stupid better. Like way more marketable. (laughs) (laughs) Like Nick said, it's what this podcast. (laughs) 80%. 80%. Yeah. (laughs) Just just complete non... If you're going to say stupid shit, you might as well have it come out of Stephen A. Smith's mouth. That's all I'm saying. Okay? And, you know, Pierre Maguire gets a shit ton of airtime. Right. I love Pierre and Maguire, he's, and he's an idiot. He's li- he's <laughs> you know, people. Are, there's people there out there that clearly like him. I don't know who they are. But I just said I do. I, I do. I don't count time. My fa- okay, Nick. Do you remember that interview he did with Bobby you Ryan? You cannot like Pierre like, Maguire. Where? There's nothing. You cannot. There was, it was really funny. Wait, he said Bobby ranted Ryan... in the entire like four game series. I can't. I, I had to turn off the games. <laughs> like, I can't listen Superman to this Okay, but he, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you remember when he was shaking hands with the penguins while they went off the ice? <laughs> oh, God, I yeah. Uh, but the thing is, if you have if Pierre Maguire gets all this airtime and he has you know like constantly on the air and he's still saying the dumbest shit. You might as well have Stephen A. Smith do the same thing. Yes. Although the, Stephen A. Smith is never gonna spend that much time in hockey. He won't right other, because he's gonna stay on basketball or <clears throat> yeah, basketball. Mm-hmm. The other problem with uh, guys like Pierre Maguire is Pierre Maguire, like last year, two years ago, was literally interviewing for GM jobs or some shit. Yeah, yeah which that was, was weird. ridiculous if, if, for one. That's if, ridiculous if you, for one. But like, but like, the the fact that they're still interested in a job means they're not going to be completely like chirping the league like a reporter needs to be because they want a job. So they're going to be like. You can't be honest. Like, beady, yeah, they're going to be beating around the bush. Like, yeah. so. Mm. Imagine that, mm. him as a GM right now. We need more people like Stephen A. Smith. Man, he has no if, desire for the job. <laughs> if if a G, if a franchise gave Pierre McGuire a job, <laughs> I can't even imagine. Like, what? It would be he, Pierre Charlie on steroids. <laughs> he he was like a GM or assistant GM. Wasn't he, was he was an assistant heart GM, heart. yeah. Yeah. Was, no, wasn't he the coach? No, he wasn't a coach. If he was the GM of Pittsburgh right now, 100% Subban would be playing for Pittsburgh. And No, he was a coach. Was he? I don't know. Yeah. He was a coach for 
Uh, he was the assistant coach for Hartford Whalers and then became the team's assistant man, uh, general, uh, assistant general manager. No, November 16, 1993, McGuire was named head coach of the Whalers at age 32. It blows. See, the thing like that is proof enough that hockey management is a disaster. There's no (laughs) chance. There's no chance someone at Pierre McGuire's level would ever have been in a baseball organization. No doubt. Oh, dude. In the last 100%. like 50, 20 years, no chance. No chance. Absolutely no chance. No, at that high of a position, there's no way. I mean, there's no way. Does or he a, have like or a degree an or NBA organization? It's amazing that he passed. Actually, you know what? Getting a degree is the easiest thing in the world. I should, but even Pierre <laughs> McGuire. So that. true. <laughs> <laughs> Did we do work in university? No. No. I has a degree in freaking geography or some shit. <laughs> yeah, I do, and it's the best degree. I, the best course. And then I he ever he took. he never once used it. Not that I use my degree either, but <laughs> or Martin. Oh God, Nick, what did you get your degree in? Business. Please tell me you're using it. Okay, so you're not using it either. He's doing TikToks. He's not using it. <laughs> well, business. He's, he's marketing himself. Yeah. Ah, okay. Connection. Mark, hey, okay. hey, at least my degree had business in the title too. And I'm in. Did you get? Did you end up getting the minor? No. Got concentration <laughs> in business. <laughs> Uh, I remember that. I, I remember you were like you were talking about getting a minor in business, and I think I you like flopped it. at that accounting course, and you're like, nah, never mind. <laughs> well, you needed the accounting you got, course. Like, you got like a D or some shit, and like you were like, nah, okay, never mind. Then. I did redo it, just for FYI. <laughs> oh yeah, I did. <laughs> okay. Anyways, back to uh, what were we talking? Back to about? the offs. Yeah, back to the offs. Pittsburgh Islanders. Pittsburgh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. How disappointing uh, is Tristan Jari? <laughs> that guy single-handedly lost the Pittsburgh Penguins the series. What yeah, what was the stat? Five goals against, one expected on one, goal against? Less than one. Less than one less expected than one. goal. Yeah, so... Uh, well, first off, the Islanders clearly aren't that good. I think we can all very clearly say that. The Islanders had no terrible. business winning this. The Islanders had no reason, like, business winning that series. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't because see where they, they get offense from. It makes zero sense to me where they have. Barzell's like, playing with freaking Leo Komarov, man. Yeah, man. Like, what the hell? Bovillia is actually sick. Like, he's come. He's he come into his own. Awful year. Well, this sure. playoffs, he's been very good. I'm not sure what they do okay, with their Jari goal can't ending. make a glove save for his life. Like for Lomov had an yeah. insane regular season. Jari needs to learn how to. Sorokin starting. He was Sorokin good. Sorokin starting for him. Insane game. But right? I don't know like, why Varlamov got the boot. Yeah, they probably just go with the future. Varlamov let the worst goalie goals that I've seen in my life the other day, like in game three, I think it was. Yeah, he had seven like, shutouts in the brutal. regular season. Anyway, like... And? Well, yeah. Villier killed <laughs> it last really playoffs, good too. <laughs> is he a playoff guy? Or is he going to be known He's as a just... playoff guy? He's becoming known as a playoff guy, it looks like. <laughs> it's always interesting seeing the guys that become known as being playoff guys. And it's like two or three times, and then it just like stops. Yeah. Like, this is only his. Bunch of those Mr. Guys. Game 7 his entire career, wasn't he? Yeah, he was, he was you know, he, he was pretty unique. 
But there's Bovillier guys is like a really good goal scorer. A really good goal scorer. He is, and he was really mm-hmm. good. Like I'm, Isles have some offense, but clearly Pittsburgh was a way better team. Pit- and Pittsburgh, they were better in the standings too, right? Like Pittsburgh was tied with the Leafs, um, or what? Yeah, I think tied with points with the Leafs, and the Isles were like way far behind. The thing is so, with Pittsburgh, they didn't have the Smith. Uh, Their backup was someone who they just had no faith playing, less than Jari. Which is saying something basically. Jari literally handed handed away one of the, the game that skewered them in that overtime game where he literally handed it to Josh Bailey to just or I think it was Josh yeah, Bailey. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, if you look at like their goalies right now and cop cap friendly, if DeSmith isn't there, it's like Emil Larmy, Alex Dorio, and Maxime Legace. <laughs> I don't yeah, know any. I can't. I can honestly say I have no idea who any of those guys are. Legacy was on Vegas <laughs> for a bit. He's he's not the best. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's not good like at all. The third he... game, if he was healthy. But like, do you oh, do you think it was the right call to even put Jerry? Ignoring <clears throat> like what happened today, right? So yeah. let's say right after game, uh, game four, was it? No, game five. Sorry, after right after game five, he give he has that all brutal giveaway. Do you put him in net today? Well, if they don't have, I think the that Smith, they should have yeah. changed the goalies after game one, probably. Well, they don't. They have legacy, and he's. I mean, he's had stretches where he's been decent. Was he was but, their backup. Yeah, he's also twenty eight years old. I didn't realize that. The other two no, guys are twenty two and twenty four. I didn't even. Flurry should have been in was injured because they should have <laughs> never gotten rid of Flurry. Oh my god! They could have gotten great defense prospects. <laughs> If they traded Murray, his he had like everyone wanted him. They would have given him it, two first round picks and a great defense prospect. Yeah. So they would at flirted. the time, it was the right decision to keep him. I never said that. I Ty as my witness. I was saying trade Murray. Yeah, but like you're just you just you're just blowing flurry. So like obviously no. you would say that. It's like Ty with his uh, no, I because he was getting know, injured anything. too. There was no reason why they should have kept him. I mean, he 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 literally won two cups for them. And now, like, if you look at that Nashville series, for the worst team in the league, but that Nashville series, he won them the cup. Pittsburgh was completely outplayed. Murray has fallen off a cliff, though. Like I will admit it, Murray in his rookie yes. years. Well, there's no doubting he's been an insane awful. goalie. Like he was like one of the best goalies in the league. And Flurry was 35 years old, and looked but, like a declining asset. Mm-mm. And you had up and comer in Matt Murray. Who just won you two Stanley Cups? It was but the, then the right decision. They had the Smith and Jari in the Flurry wing, but did then lose his spot because of injury. And how's that working out for them? Not good at all. Like Gustafson's okay, Jari had a very now. good year. Okay, so like, the year after Vegas, minus the te- first ten years, uh, ten games. Okay, wait. What year did Vegas come into the league? Was it 2017, 2018? Twenty, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Vegas. The year. So the year before. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So the year before. Sorry. Yeah. I'm just looking at. Oh He's my putting gosh. his flurry jersey over top of his Toscala jersey yeah. now. <laughs> Why do you even have a Toscala jersey? I have a Toscala <laughs> home and question. away jersey. <laughs> I have both. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Nick, would you? Okay, I know we're not. Would you say Jack Campbell's the best goalie the Leafs have had since Vesa Toscala? No, Reimer we, was. Ty, we are and not bringing this back Reimer to the Leafs. They Bernier <laughs> They did Reimer dirty for what he did for them. 
I agree. I do agree. But anyways, okay. mo- anyway. back to back to back to the Murray thing. Murray the year oh before. My God. Ridiculous. What? Braden Point just fucking scored a great goal. Oh, Oof. Goodbye, Martin. Florida. As I was saying, <laughs> Matt Murray the year before Vegas took um, Flurry. He saved sixteen goals above expected. Oof. Okay. Flurry was at like. Wow. He was at 0.4. So at the time, Murray had had three better years than Flurry had. Basically. Yeah, but if you knew anything yeah. about goaltending, then so you know. So three years in a row, Flurry wasn't good. That is just completely random, and Flurry can be good and awful. No. I just want no. you to say that. You can just, by watching and <laughs> by just. So for three years, like, Flurry was no. bad. So for three years, Flurry bad. was really bad at hockey. He had one and then bad he had a resurgence. Run. It was bad. He had one bad playoff run, and they he were kind of like playing around with him. With like, he was Kester an aging Murray. goalie who hadn't had a good year in three years. Just, just say that no. he was an aging goalie who hadn't had a good year in three years. That's Goalies <laughs> aren't aging when they're like early thirties. But like, yeah, so like that much, like you're prime as a do. goalie, and yeah, you're thank you. Some goalies do, but like you, you have a lot longer span, like especially when you're older as a goalie compared to a player. But it's only. But there's only a couple of them. Like, there's Flurry and Mike Smith and like who else are the old guys in the Well, no, it's in general. Like, goalies Lund- go into their prime really well. Uh, I just think that goalies don't get a chance until they're 28. Yeah, I think... Except, uh, unless you're a goalies, I think I they peak a that. little bit younger than what people say. I mean, Vasilevsky and Hellybuck are the two best goalies in the league right now. They've been in it since they're 20... 122 21 for both of them yeah sure. they're exceptions right like, like those well. are young guys that stepped up yeah but that's something but there's becoming more and more of them right spencer knight uh jordan bennington was 26 when he peaked. yeah he had a long now it's been downhill ever since then i'm pretty sure who's a who's their backup now he when he was Billy in the Hussle. ahl when they were in the ahl together for chicago um <laughs> He got loaned to a different AHL team, Bennington, and then Bennington he did, played yeah. Chicago's team. Like he played his own team, and they fought each other in the game, and then now, now they're goalie <laughs> partners. <laughs> he's a, he's an emotional guy, emotional guy. Okay, but anyway, but anyways, I think at the time it was a reasonable decision by Pittsburgh. It didn't work out, obviously, and they saved a lot of cap space. You have to remember that too. Yeah, because right? they, like they got a lot of cap million. space. Yeah, so you have to take into account they would have lost, you know, any of these, you know, who whoever is on their roster right now. Jared McCann, Kapanen, Brian Rust, Brandon Tanev, Jason Zucker. Like, one of these guys, they wouldn't be there right now. You have to take that into well, account as well. Well, I take I mean, Flurry over Zucker's also one of those guys. Off a cliff this year. Take Flurry in a couple first and a great defense prospect. But Flurry, Flurry this year, Flurry last year, you wouldn't want. Flurry the last that, couple years, was, I'd love to Flurry, have. Flurry last year. Flurry last year, year, no, Flurry last year was brutal. Flurry, Flurry last year Flurry was bad. his first year in Vegas was great. Flurry after that, not so great. And then this year, great. You guys just like love to trash Flurry. You're How many letter bias. years has Vegas been a team? Like four? Four, I think. Okay, so Flurry saved six, uh, negative six goals above expected last season. He was not Yeah, he was good. bad last year. Yeah, he was very bad last year. That's a bad year. 
So which is why they got Leonard. And, and that's the thing, him. right? Like the thing is, if you invest that seven million goaltending, you don't know when it's gonna. Hit and for you. they spent they spent the whole summer trying to dump Flurry too, right? Mm. Like they were trying. Yeah, to nobody dump him wanted all... him. Yeah, that's nobody why he was exposed. He wants to go back to Pittsburgh to. No, no, no! But like career. during the expansion draft, nobody wanted him. And no, I, and also this past offseason, I remember we were talking about it. They were trying yeah, to, the Vegas was trying to dump Flurry. No, they were never going to trade Flurry during the expansion draft, Jerks. They were they like had too much respect for him. They wanted him to stay with them during the cup run. They weren't going to trade him. They were just letting him go to Vegas at that point because they talked to him about that. Yeah, he waived uh, his no move. He, they, he waived his no move to yeah. go to Vegas. Okay, um, but last offseason for sure they were trying to Vegas. They were trying, trying to, to dump him. him. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And no, literally no team in the league wanted him, which, you know, looks like a bad decision now. But at the time, after, you know, a terrible, terrible season, it looked like a good, again, Flurry, like he's back and forth. Bad season, good season, bad season, good season, no. bad season, good season. Okay. Three years in a row, a bad season. <laughs> no, no, I don't know about that one. 2015 until Vegas. Mm-mm. But anyways, moving on from Pittsburgh, do you want to talk about the Leafs tie? Uh, well, yeah, for sure. I just want to talk on some old takes exposed, man. Like a lot of them. From so Ty hated March. Kerfoot, and then Kerfoot's been the all-star not, of the playoffs. I never said I And never I sent said the I screenshots Kerfoot. to our group of Ty saying it'd be good if the Leafs could dump Kerfoot's contract. If they were making any sort of move at the trade deadline, they had to dump Kerfoot. And even in the in this regular season, I don't even think he was that good. Like I like Kerfoot, but this playoffs, I was the he's only legitimate. one defending him all I year. I said last long. last offseason, I kept I saying said that he's the good. He's a good third line center or third line player, good complementary player. But this playoffs, like I, I'm not joking when I say this, that he's been better than Matthews has been. <laughs> thing is, Kerfoot does some things that there's not a lot of other players on Toronto that does he's like obviously very feisty he has a lot of speed he's very he's very good in transition right like there's a couple things there that he adds to the team overall that i think are like super beneficial especially on like a third line role right and he's been a solid penalty killer from like he didn't penalty kill at all last year that i can recall this season he started penalty killing especially considering you got kerfoot as like a tertiary player in the yeah, you think deal. of you think of that's, the cadre trade as value. I've always and, said Kerfoot's the main main part of that deal. And look Kerfoot at what always Kadri, was. And, and to everyone who was upset about that trade, Kadri's currently suspended for yeah. So so people are now games. bringing that trade back up, saying like you know, did the Leafs win that trade? Now looking back, I still I think do, that, you know it's hard to say if they won or not because you have to account for the value of having him in the playoffs or it's not in regular season, but. Seems uh, like they're kind of almost on the winning side. I think he's he a better per playoff performer than Kadri, but but that's just what's that? He he may do well in the regular season, but he hurts teams in the playoffs. Like he, I think he like Kadri, yeah, yeah. The thing is, his game is suited for the playoffs. He just takes it too far. Like that's the worst part. He's actually very good. He's a perfect player to have in the playoffs. Right, except for the fact that every time he just gets himself suspended. But Kerfoot is Kerfoot's uh, for the Leafs. Kerfoot's been a better playoff performer simply because Kadri never really played for the Leafs in the playoffs. Right? Like, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah she, they she they win that Boston series with him in the probably. playoffs. I think he just Patrick gets too emotional. Really I think he's an emotional guy, yeah. and he gets a little bit too emotional and invested. And then he's probably mm-hmm. been a little bit unlucky with like what has been called against him as well. Because like I remember when he got suspended for that DeBrusque thing, was it three years ago now? Yeah, two years ago, three, two, whatever two it was. Ago. Um, and you know, DeBrusque did some shit that probably should have gotten him suspended as well, right? Florida, so like Florida's it, it got out of hand. Florida, Florida's done, out. Yeah. yeah, Florida just got shut Officially? out. Officially, did who who yeah. did anyone predict Florida to win? I did. Did nope. any of us? Okay, so Ty's I wrong did. on that one. So is Ty but, the worst? The worst? Uh, probably right my, now. Ty, did you actually predict Florida to win? Shut up. Yeah, he did. Florida and seven. I thought it was going to be a lot closer than that, but freaking Bobrovsky and Dreeter shit the bed in like three of the games. So, so Ty, Ty you, you were do? wrong on uh, obviously Florida. You're wrong on, you know, we're all wrong on the Oilers. And then uh, uh, I think I was Pitt, the only Pittsburgh one to pick Islanders. The, I was the only one to pick the Isles to win. I can guarantee that. Yeah, I don't think yeah. we any of us did. Ty might, might have picked I the you. Islanders. Yeah, I think so. Fuck We'd have to ask though, Luke man. for what he wrote down. That's that's bad. Like that sucks. They that's, didn't even deserve crazy. to win. That's the most annoying part. Oh, if they outplayed them, it would have been one thing. But freaking. I, I do want to talk about that it uh the Carolina series um and how that's overtime games close. can kill people. Like they've had three overtime or two overtime. No, just the two overtimes in a row now. And no three last last night's was last night's it, was a little bit shorter. But well, the two other of them two went to double OT. It is three. Yeah, yeah, okay. just three. Two of them yeah. went to and double OT. Lo- they lost two. They lost two of the three overtime. Yeah, and they've outplayed them in every all game. Three. Every game. <laughs> every game. Yep. This this series could easily be over, but it could. It could have been a sweep. Also, yeah. It, but it could also easily be three two Nashville right now. Yeah, and, like because of overtime, and it's so shitty, and that's just like uh, shows like the luck that is within hockey. You described. <laughs> I, I said last night in our chat. You described before the playoffs. You're like Carolina is built for. They have a perfectly built team for the playoffs and going for a cup run. But really, you were just describing the Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> I'll just leave it. I at mean, that. Carolina also shut them out one game, which was like a complete dominance and had 60 shots in that other game where they lost and fucking what's their yeah, face Nashville they've had unloaded like on shots sorry like it was stupid but they it's can unload stupid. they unload on everybody Carolina's a team i think that there's two philosophies on offense right you can throw everything on net or Which you can try to get like NHL. you know your high danger chances and i think yeah yeah <laughs> my like strategy in NHL, NHL. Get like 50 shots a game Throw it all on net. And I'll beat him like yeah. 10-1. And that's what Carolina does. But Carolina be, no, got no, 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 like no, no. a lot of chances from the slot too. Like if you look at all the different shots they got, a lot of them are from the inner and I feel like slot. Carolina takes and you high, know, high percentage shots. But they definitely do. I don't know what I don't know what this what happens, but like I think that gets goalies in grooves. Like sometimes goalies <laughs> just like like sorrows too many shots. playing standing on his head like I, I don't know. I, this is just my theory, but ask Nick. 
don't you just love getting like all those high danger shots coming in on you stoning the players in front you know getting on a roll that way i mean just feels yeah. like that kept ha- that always happens to carolina yeah it's if, definitely and then they, they go the other team goes the other way you can be like scores on them in a zone like where you're like you just they get welcome high danger chances because you know you're going to stop them and like then so they got to rattle the goalie somehow yeah yeah like sorrows so i think sorrows loves getting all these shots on him and sorrows is loving it <laughs> Yeah, the short like, short Kings, the best goals. Hmm? Sorry? Who does Carolina play next round? They would play Tampa. You mean who does yeah. Nashville yeah. play next round? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, who does Nashville play next round? <laughs> what you mean to is, say? is there a game tomorrow? <laughs> uh, yeah, there's games tomorrow. Oh, okay, so that's a little... Uh, that's a good one. To, that's probably the game. Oh, wait, Habs leaves her tomorrow. Shit, where they knock them out too. Let's hope. I've never felt as good about the least of four boys. <laughs> All right. Well, is there anything else we wanted to discuss? Oh, right. Ron McClain. Oh, Martin, boy. say your piece. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say anything. Nick, I don't say, say your piece. Anything. <laughs> what? I thought we were avoiding nah, this. No, 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 no. Okay, we're avoiding okay. this. I, 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 I'll just comment on it quick. I'll, I'll, I'll cancel myself. Like, <laughs> Oh no! I, oh, I, I'm not associated. I with watched that. I watched that, and I didn't even think twice about what I didn't understand what he was trying to say. But I it wasn't a good joke. Didn't think I don't think it went. I don't think it meant anything to do with what people think it meant. Yeah, I don't Highest think it don't reflect talking hockey's beliefs. Yeah, yeah they yeah. don't. <laughs> Disclaimer. I, I will say I that's kind of what i got from when he said like what well, the the second he said that i thought he was making some sort of joke like that he he, he makes weird cringy comments like that yeah. though like not cringe but like just weird like they're not funny like the, the second the he said that i was like oh god like something this is this is gonna be like, I, I remember because i checked twitter right after i waited like well, two minutes and i went and looked. they zoomed it they went in on uh what what's her name What's her name? Oh, uh, Jennifer. Uh, Jennifer. Yeah. No, no. Is, there, is it Jennifer? Yeah, yeah it's, it's Botterill. Yeah. Something Botterill. Yeah. And, and she made and a cringe like, face. Looked at her, and they made it. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, okay, yeah. well, now we're all supposed to interpret that as being cringe comment. So. Yeah. But I don't think even she heard that as like a, like as what it's been reported as or what people thought it was too. Or maybe, maybe she, I can't speak for her. I'm just like, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't think he deserves to get fired, but it's definitely not the best joke to make, for sure. But it wasn't what people say it was supposed to be about, is what I'm trying to say. I mean, it we don't had, know I that. I don't think though, it had right? any... I honestly thought I it was think... about COVID. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I seriously thought He's, it was about COVID. In his COVID statement, he said it was about party, rum. Yeah, right? he said it was about rum, but, like, that Which makes, makes absolutely no like, sense. that's the yeah. dumbest thing. That makes the least <laughs> sense of it. So either he's, like, senile and he made just a really, really bad joke that made no sense... Or he's lying his ass off because he did make that I don't joke think that anybody – I don't think that anybody in their right mind – I think Ron McLean's a pretty smart guy, like a lot smarter than Don Cherry was you know, on that on that hot coach's corner. I think that Ron McLean is a guy who is smart enough to know not to make a joke about – So I thought he games. was making a joke about STDs because um, <laughs> BXA was like a – slut basically like that's no. that's what i got from it when i listened that's to it the first time that's what i heard 
That's the. That's what I thought. Like you can interpret it so many other ways, and like we're mad that it's interpreted that some people interpret it this one way, and it's like, like no, just let it be, man. Just let it fucking be. Like yeah, you can interpret it. There's no reason to get mad at the guy. The thing is, like Ron McClain, he's never been like a. Don, I, like I, Don Cherry, you don't give the benefit of the doubt to no, because he's, he's constantly been like that. <laughs> yes, like Ron is. McLean hasn't. That's the thing. That's why I, did, I didn't like about the discourse was like it was immediately like assuming worst case scenario yes. versus like because even I when I listened to it, I knew he was going to get shit for it. I had no idea it was going to AIDS. I had no idea. I thought it was going to be some like STD thing with like Bieksa going around and like having sex with everyone. Like that. I thought that's what he was making a joke yeah, about. I mean, there's a lot of conclusions you can thought. draw from that, but like, I don't know how he makes a statement wasn't saying that you can test positive for rum. I don't even know how that makes sense. That, that is like the a breathalyzer. <laughs> Unless he like, is trying to make like a breathalyzer joke and then like. Someone it, got a DUI at some point. Like, and yeah, like, I, don't, I don't know. But yeah. I Regardless. thought it was about COVID because they yeah, were partying so still, and you, they were all testing positive. That, uh, for see, that also makes sense now that I think like, about it, too. That makes way more sense because it was about partying, obviously. I don't know. It seems dumb. Anyway, <laughs> maybe him awesome. and anyway, Don Nick, will Thank reunite. you so much. We love having you here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah pre- reunite on the unemployment yeah. line. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Who Nick, knows, you're, if, you're... if you want to become producer of the Talking Hockey podcast, send me your resume and uh, we'll work something out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you don't get paid, though. You don't get paid. <laughs> anyway, maybe I'll list on, I give him, I give him, yeah, you pay me for the privilege <laughs> okay. of producing this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> $20 a podcast for, for an hour of my time. All right. <laughs> yeah, and Eric's time is valuable because he works till 1 a.m. every day, man. Uh, God, it's month on too, so I actually do have to work after this. But anyways, okay. we um, won't keep you then, Eric. Yeah, <laughs> go back to work. No, <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> don't end this. All I right. have to go back. No, I'm kidding. We'll Thank you, everyone, week, for everybody. listening. Take care. Don't get us canceled for the Ron McLean brief uh, comments. <laughs> Maybe we ask Luke to delete them, and this never existed. And you aren't actually listening to this right now. We don't know. Goodbye. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into this week's episode. We love and appreciate each listener that sticks around to the end. With that comes reminders to leave a review, press follow on those streaming platforms, and make sure to head over to Instagram to follow Talking Hockey. We're on the road to 30K, and we can't wait to continue to build our audience. Luke, Eric, Ty, and Martin signing off. We'll see you all next week.